This week, investors turn to gold amid sharp financial market volatility. Well, welcome back, everyone, to this episode 695, season 14 show. Your host, Chris Waltzek. Just a big pleasure to be with you with two more big guest interviews. Well, before we get to the market report and interviews, a couple of important updates on the signalhunters.net research for new listeners. I've been working now for about six months with a small team of engineers and like-minded researchers on several signals from off-world. And did we have an interesting week? We identified a means for deciphering a few letters of this text we've been presenting for several months to SETI. NASA and other agencies around the world and tinkered our way, stumbled onto it. Uh, the U.S. Patent Department actually accepted and processed our second provisional U.S. patent. And this essentially involves deciphering. The first patent, February 15th of this year, uh, was the decoding of the message that really involved many researchers. That is our patent. This has me named on it exclusively simply because, as I said, stumbled onto this, just tinkering around. And it just, the text just transformed, deciphered right from alien into phonetic. I can't say it's English, but it is a phonetic language. And we have deciphered a direct SOS. So what are we going to do with this information? Well, as you may know, satellite broadcasting television all around the world. I'm sure many of my listeners are familiar with this. They might even be listening into HughesNet, which we used for years. We used to send our show up from the studio into orbit around 37,000 kilometers or 23,000 miles above the Earth. And then, of course, the satellite would bounce that signal back down to the receivers at HughesNet, and we would surf the internet, internet and upload and download our shows that way for our listeners. We've decided to send, since we've decoded just a little bit, enough for an SOS, send a message, the first to the source that we identified, I just put up the video tonight, a transponder and a receiver identified less than five light years away this week. That's, you might say, the second big breakthrough of the week. So I've made a video. If you're interested, it's right up there at signalhunters.net. Uh, we decided against C-band transmission because it's susceptible to interference here terrestrially, somewhere between probably 30 and 50 megahertz. The KU band transmission. Now, these satellite dishes typically are 30 to 40 feet in diameter. Uh, they're incredibly powerful. However, this receiver and transponder that we found in deep space is of enormous size. You know, a satellite, relatively small. <laughs> you know, the size of an SUV or much smaller. This is enormous. A distant target, but not terribly difficult to identify. So uh, we believe that by taking several of our smaller dishes here, just typical uh, TV transponders, ring them in parallel by spacing them apart to create, you might say, simulate a large dish like size. It's a technique used for many decades, so this is not ours. And dedicating our first signal to the British science fiction writer and brilliant scientist Arthur C. Clarke, who actually was one of the first to propose a global communications system way back in 1945 in the Wireless World magazine. His astounding sci-fi work, I'm sure many of us have read them and of course seen the movies 2010. This week's guests include Bill Murphy from Gata.org. He returns with big news for silver investors. He notes that we have one of the highest, if not the all-time, record gold-to-silver ratio in the 80s. This indicates extreme pessimism in the silver market. Maybe the opportunity of a lifetime could be approaching. We also discuss a new article by Hugo Salinas Price, friend of GATA and of the precious metals community, who actually believes that there are very strong signs of central bank purchasing, which could in some ways jeopardize the reserve currency hegemony. Of course, bodes well for precious metals, and we maybe saw 
some of that this week. We also outline just a quick idea for folks to build slightly improved portfolios with little less risk exposure. Then David Morgan joins the show and he talks about a shift in global investment sentiment where the risk on trade is shifting to less risky. He notes a Dow theory buy signal, which could set up a buying opportunity once this current weakness uh, clears through the system. And we discuss Bitcoin and related crypto assets. His favorite is Ethereum and it has done remarkably well. We call it the silver of the crypto world and, of course, Bitcoin, the gold. We also outline a few of my favorite long-term tokens, keeping in mind we don't advocate anything more than a 1% investment. And Robert Ian wraps up the show with his latest must-hear report. Oh, and we'd like for you to, to call into our Q&A hotline, 641-715-3900, followed by extension number 514049. Please jot it down or plug it right into your iPhone or your Android or your home phone, 641-715-3900, mailbox number 514049. You can call and record your questions and comments. We'd like to hear from you. Goldseek.com radio begins now with the market weather recap. Partly sunny skies were seen over the precious metal sector this week as investors picked up discounted gold in favor of more risky and high volatility markets this week. Gold picked up $6, one of the few markets to finish in the black this week at $12.87. Silver gave back just $0.20 cents at $14.80, while the XAU precious metal shares were off around 2%. Palladium was off seven dollars at thirteen fifty and platinum just nine at eight sixty five. The top story in the precious metals sector this week, investors were unnerved by the potential for slowing global output, existing tariffs on imports and perhaps increases in import tariffs and related taxes on the two global economic superpowers, China and the United States. But for the most part, the tariff issue hasn't really seemed to impact the markets too negatively. Elsewhere, news that Moscow and related central banks continue to increase gold and silver stockpiles. Bottom line on precious metals. Well, the markets are looking relatively strong as the U.S. dollar has pulled back now for two consecutive weeks, giving some upward pressure. Plus, as I mentioned, the risk on trade seems to be slowing. Investors are looking for a safe haven. Hopefully, we will see a bottom form in related shares in the coming weeks ahead. Moving on to the Wall Street Report. Cloudy skies appeared over the New York Stock Exchange this week as investors took some profits off the table after pricing shares to perfection. By Friday's closing bell, the, the Dow was off 562 points, just shy of that 26,000 support. Meanwhile, the S&P 500 gave back 64, ending at 2881, below 3,000. And the Nasdaq gave back 247, finishing just below 8,000 just under 8,000 support, still about 70 to 75% above the year 2000.com Zena. And really the top story this week, I think, is best said by Jim Cramer, CNBC's Mad Money Market Pontificator. He notes relatively high cycles in the weekly charts of the S&P 500. He thinks this could be a cause for concern, and you need to be ready to fall back on long-term themes, he noted. U.S. shares bottom line. Well, the USA Today Greed to Fear Index finally pulled back, letting some steam out of the market. We're in neutral territory. It's not either overbought or oversold, so no signals right now. The technical view is a bit bearish here, but I would like to see the markets consolidate for a while. After such a spectacular multi-month rally, a consolidation would probably be healthy here. Coming up after the break, more Gold Seek Radio. Thanks for choosing GoldSeek.com Radio as a trusted business and investing news source. Today's featured guest, David Morgan, the Silver Investor. 
David Morgan pens the Morgan Report, covers economic news, topicality, financial health, global economy. Welcome back, David Morgan. Well, thank you, Chris. First of all, let's start with the equity market. Dow Jones theory buy signal on the uh, Dow recently, about two, maybe three weeks ago. And we've gotten some follow through there. It's been into distribution pattern and meaning that the inside money's been basically selling their stocks to the public, pension funds, money managers, uh, mutual funds, etc. However, the dollar has been stronger. Of course, ebbs and flows like all markets, it goes up and down. And so I see the stock markets relatively strong for who knows how long. The metals have been got a nice run from the beginning of the year and moved up for about three months and then sold off recently and gold's just hit a, like a four-month low. So all those gains, if you're from the trading perspective, were given up uh, rather rapidly, and that's kind of typical of the volatility in the gold gold market. Silver is basically floating on the coattails of, of gold. I don't see much happening in the silver market until we see gold breach the 1350, 1360 level and hold that level and start moving higher. I still still believe that will happen this year, but it's been disappointing. And to further the case for the uh, for the mining stocks and the precious metals, there's a very big seasonality for the metals to be weak in the summer months. The high probability doesn't mean a guarantee. So even though you usually get the lowest price point August of almost every year for gold, I'm going to take a bit of a contrarian view this time. I think we might see some kind of rally in the summer. We certainly saw that a couple of years ago in 2016. We saw the metals continue to make higher highs all the way through into September. And uh, so it can happen, but we'll just have to wait and see. None of these markets really excite me right now as far as you know where I want to be. I'm building cash personally, looking for bargains. We have some unique situations in the Morgan Report. Our move irrespective of what the metals do and irrespective of what the general equity market does. Bonds, of course, as I've said and almost tired of saying it, are the key. We've got this inverted yield curve. And Hugo Sutter's Price just put out an article recently that was uh, one. He'd actually written about it once before. But it shows that basically the world at large is tired of buying U.S. debt. And that peaked a few years ago. And now the debt has to be bought by basically others outside of out of our trading partners. Of course, our trading partners are still buying some, but not with the, uh, not the amounts they were in the past. So this causes a problem overall. Basically, it's de-dollarization, which I've talked about many times with the BRICS countries. You see continued movement of gold into Russia, China. India recently uh, put up their hand and said, we're going to buy even more gold. That hit the headlines a couple weeks ago. So overall, we're seeing a shift, even though it's occurring slowly, between hard assets and paper assets. What's going to happen with the central bankers? Because sure, they don't really control the markets. They, you know, they follow rates. They follow the markets, but they do have a footprint. You know, they have an impact on the markets. And we're looking at Fed fund futures. You know, overnight lending rate. Investors are looking and betting on a rate cut by, let's say, December, January of next year, and that would seem to, you know, inflationary. Uh, and also good for U.S. equities. Is it possible that we could enter a world where the risk on and risk off both work at the same time, or, or is it really just an interplay between gold and equities? Luke Groman on de-dollarization. The book is called The Mr. X Interviews. You can get it from Amazon, and I highly recommend it. It goes into greater depth of what I outlined of why gold could be put back in the monetary system. And I did make one more comment on the crypto world. I said Bitcoin's come up off of the bottom. It's still got some resistance to get through, but it looks like it's going to work its way higher. Do you like any of the other cryptos? What about Ethereum? It's more of a contract service. It's the backbone of what you might call the new Internet 2.0 or 3.0 digital economy because all the IPOs, they're issued, for the most part now, using the very easy-to-use Ethereum protocols. 
I mean, I'm favorable to blockchain. I am involved with the silver back crypto called Load. And I do think Ethereum, as you said, is really not a currency. Probably is something that if I was going to only own one besides Load, the one I'm involved with that's silver backed, it would be Ethereum, not Bitcoin. You might think of it as the reserve currency. I mean, when times get tough, everyone sells out their cryptos to buy Ethereum. They'll even sell Ethereum to build up on Bitcoin. So construct a portfolio. I'd like to see 30 to 40 percent in Bitcoin, another 20 to 30 percent or more in Ethereum and then a broad, you know, spectrum. You know, I mean, I like Stellar. I like Salt. I like Cardano is an interesting alternative to Ethereum. Bargain basement shopping at 96 to 99 or more percent off the peak. Remember the late Sir John Templeton? We were scheduled to have him on the show. Unfortunately, he passed away. He earned his big killing, as it were. After the 1929 crash, he borrowed a few thousand dollars, 4,000, I think it was, from his friends and family, and bought up his favorite top 10 bankrupt companies. And it made him spectacularly wealthy. Very few will make it, but the ones that do could be the Amazons, the Googles, the Netflixes, you know, the fang stocks of the crypto world. Harry S. Dent Jr., I'm sure you know his work, calling for a massive rebound rally that might slingshot above the 2017, early 2018 highs as soon as the next 12 months. Again, I'm pretty neutral on, on the cryptos, but, you know, as I keep referring that article I did for the public domain years ago, my two bits about Bitcoin, I mean, I wouldn't change a word in that article because I went through, look, if I'm as free market as I say I am, the market knows more than I do, and if the market votes favorable to Bitcoin, who am I to say whether it's good or bad? The market's saying loudly and clearly and explicitly that it likes it. As you mentioned, there's a lot of garbage out there. So you really need to be careful. You need to select wisely. And I do know that the blockchain's here to stay. And I do believe the crypto world is absolutely here to stay. We do and have done for quite some time now blockchains within the Morgan Report each and every month. And we do follow the sector pretty closely. It's an alternative to the banking system. I do have I am skeptical really about how Bitcoin started and whether or not it really wasn't independent or not. But we probably don't have time for that. No, we do, because I have a hypothesis. Just over a year ago, I did a little bit of um, back-of-the-envelope decryption on Satoshi Nakamoto moniker, came up with whom we believe is the actual creator of Bitcoin, and we actually got in touch with him, and I think we found him. Here's a hint to all my listeners who didn't catch that report from me. If you'd like to know who Satoshi Nakamoto is, do a little tinkering with the name Satoshi Nakamoto. Probably 16 million left out there, and, and who knows how much are, are lost every day. There's a lot of what they call Bitcoin dust. So over time, you know, what if we only have 12 million or 10 million outstanding? Even with all the competing cryptos out there, do you think then that if we entered a period that we're all looking for, I mean, we're looking for that crack-up boom-like scenario, runaway inflation moment, or at least a global currency crisis where even the reserve currency is under suspicion and precious metals, hey, that's great. You want at least 90, 95%, you know, at that time in that asset class. But wouldn't you also want to have a modicum of cryptos for precious metals community? But the answer is yes. The reason I say that is there's, it's, it's been, whether you like it or not, I mean, whether you can make an argument of, you know, it's the distributed leisure or something like email or whatever, which my friend Chris, Chris Dwayne talks about, regardless, you have to look at the reality of what is. And what is, is it that the crypto world has been heavily adopted by the millennials, period. The answer is yes. So there will be some percentage that are in those cryptos as uh, a hedge, as a way to you know, escape town, as you said, or whatever. And I do think that, as you stated or implied, that you will see those cryptos move contra to the reserve currency of the world, the U.S. dollar. So in a currency crisis, it will be, in my strong opinion, the precious metals and most of the cryptocurrency. 
we all know that as the cryptos were being adopted for the futures market, uh, the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, that led to the, and plus the ETF there, did we see one of the biggest ramp ups? I mean, I'm going to argue from around 2000 to 20,000 was 90% preparation for an accumulation for the CME. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. There are many other factors, IPOs, enthusiasm from Asia and other areas around the world. What if the next leg of this is not only the wave of ETFs they're trying to get approved, approval for from the SEC and in Europe as well? Has anyone even considered the fact that a country like North Korea, Iran, Russia, China, Venezuela, who has already issued its own petro currencies of its own, take 1% of currency reserves, we're going to buy up a little bit of Bitcoin and maybe a little bit of Ethereum, just possibly creates a gold rush by central banks and institutions. And Moscow, Beijing are diversifying their assets, their, their reserves into cryptos. That could be the wake up moment. Your thoughts? Well, I absolutely agree if it went that way, and I certainly wouldn't rule it out. I mean, there's, I don't know how many there are, but there are several, meaning more than, you know, three or whatever, gold-backed cryptocurrencies, silver-backed cryptocurrencies, and of course, as you well know, Chris, and you dig a little deeper, I mean, the, the article or the, um, the contribution that we make every month in the morganreport.com on the blockchain and cryptocurrencies is performed by David Smith. David just basically devotes every month to writing that column, which is, you know, several pages. So he's a little more versed in it than I am. But nonetheless, um, there's so many opportunities. My uh, hesitation still remains that one on the, on, the, on the start of the blockchain, or excuse me, on the start of Bitcoin, Still, I have, I have a hard time believing that one person is that smart to write that code and have no errors. So to me, I think it's got to be more than one, but that's just the way I think it through. It's here to stay. There's little doubt. And I think it's going to go two-tiered, and I don't know how many people are talking about this, but I think you're going to see not only probably major nation states that adopt it, like you mentioned Venezuela, but you're also going to see um, very small, well, not necessarily small, small businesses. You're going to see it like some of these uh, loyalty cards that you have at grocery stores and bookstores and that kind of thing. Well, you will get a um, specific, uh, let's say like a Starbucks reward that's in a crypto. So every time you buy coffee at a certain coffee shop or whatever, you'll only be able to use it in-house. You won't be able to swap it. Although, with the free market, I guess I have to change my thoughts as I'm speaking and say, there'll probably be some entrepreneur out there that will take those coffee uh, cryptos and, and exchange them for something else and take a, take a little bit of juice in between for doing that. But anyway, you are going to see a whole change where the bankers get what they want. And this concerns me, Chris, where it's a cashless society and everything's done with either a chip or your phone or some combination thereof. It's ironic you'd mentioned that because Silicon Valley, Tim Draper, really echoes your sentiments. He told us right here on goldseek.com radio that he expects that everyone will be purchasing coffee at Starbucks. In fact, if you try to pay with coins or cash in the next few years, he says, they might not even have cash registers because people will be swiping Bitcoin cards and their debit cards. We're heavily involved in signal processing from off-world. So I know that you had ties in the U.S. military, and I thought it was the Southwest. Was I wrong about that? And I, I just wondered if you have... Any comments at all? Chances and odds of life outside this world? Well, yeah, I did have a um, level four ELINT comment clearance, which is communication intelligence, signal intelligence clearance. And yeah, Southwest is a broad enough area I could bear. I could say yes to that, I think, and not get in trouble. I find it almost impossible to think that uh, basis the vastness of what we're told the universe is, that there isn't something out there, uh, how far it goes. The other problem I have with my, let's say, um, background in the industry at one time is the black world versus the white world. I mean, if you look back to like, um, oh, what would it be, the 70s, I guess, late 60s? And you're looking at the XB70 from uh, Rockwell, 
I think it was called North American Rockwell at that time, and the XB70, you know, would get on the mainstream news that it was flying at Mach 3 uh, for, you know, four minutes. Well, the SR-71 had been up flying Mach 3 for like five hours, and we all knew it, but we couldn't say a word about it, right? So when you get into this, did we go to the moon, and did we do this or that? I mean, it's a very interesting spot for someone like me because you can see this white-black paradigm where there's great arguments about the, um, you know, some of these photographs on the moon, and they just look like they're, they're painted on or photoshopped or whatever the word is. And yet you get Ben Rich, who, you know, I worked under for a while, uh, talking about we have the technology to send E.T. home. So where are we really, you know? Are we at the point where we can send E.T. home? Or are we, uh, did we fake the moon landing, you know? So it's a very difficult spot, you know, my background, how technologically we are advanced in that arena. I do think, and I'll go way out on a limb here, probably lose more credibility, although I don't mean to. Certainly not something that I know, something I ponder. And that is how much of this technology came from, I'll call it the ether. You know, when you look at where we were in 1900 versus where we are in 2019 and 120 years, it's such a hockey stick, such an exponential curve. It's very difficult to believe that that's the natural order of things. It's more likely that there were inputs given from whatever source to take, let's say, the vacuum tube and go into the solid-state electronics that we all see now. So lots going on. I wish I knew, um, but if I probably knew, I probably couldn't say it anyway. So. When I see some of these you know, running dog robots and robots delivering meals to senior citizens and automatic checkouts and automatic gas stations and things, the first thing I ask myself is, what does the government, what does DARPA have? You know, what do they have at Area 51? On average, they're 20 to 25 years ahead of the mainstream, at least from what I've been able to pick up studying George Knapp, Bob Lazar, and all the rest of them. I mean, they tend to be so far ahead of us. So I think you make some great points. You know, the Blackbird was up there whizzing around 20, 30 years ahead of its time. Stealth reconnaissance for the U.S. David Morgan, thank you. My pleasure. Thank you, Brad. Shopping for fine jewelry just got easier. Goldseek.com has identified the most successful jewelry brand to launch in recent times. Many Jewelry is rewriting the way consumers buy fine jewelry. Integrity Craftsmanship, the only company to sell 24-karat gold and platinum jewelry, avoiding confusing alloys and gems, a true precious metals investment. Many Jewelry's disruptive business model embraces Franco-American craftsmanship and direct-to-consumer economics, rapidly disrupting the $20 billion monopoly, just like Amazon and Uber. The sky is the limit with $1 billion of jewelry purchases daily for loved ones and those special occasions. Many Jewelry is an innovator positioned to capture market share with annual sales growth in the industry topping $30 billion by 2021. Many Jewelry coined the term investment jewelry, pricing by the gram, transparently disclosing its profit margins, a truer investment in pure gold or platinum. Similar to real estate, even artwork, Many Jewelry has a weighted value easily calculated, ensuring value wealth as a long-term investment. But sales in 60 countries around the globe, 20,000 orders already, don't miss out on the explosive growth potential. Many Jewelry trades under the symbols M-E-N-E on the Toronto Exchange and in the U.S. M-E-N-E-F. Remember to sign up to Many's Shareholder Club to receive shareholder news, updates, and special discount codes for jewelry purchases. Remember, Many Jewelry. Goldseek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. The blockchain revolution is transforming the global arena, disrupting every industry in its path. Goldseek.com is excited to introduce an off-the-chain opportunity in digital gold and silver from our friends at Atmex and Sprott.com. One Gold holds physical gold and silver medals at the Royal Canadian Mint, the first online marketplace to offer secure and convenient buying, selling, and redemption of digital precious metals. One Gold uses Vault Chain 
a secure, immutable blockchain ledger developed by Tradewind Markets, the leading innovator in digital precious metals distributed ledger and blockchain technology. Vault Chain. Gold and silver are 100% redeemable through one gold. For physical precious metals delivered to customers' doors in any size at competitive prices and low transaction storage costs. As a special offer and for a limited time only, One Gold is offering gold and silver at spot price with no additional premiums. OneGold.com is secure and accessible 24-7 on any device, offering convenient purchases and sales of precious metals. Easy recurring transactions make passive saving and gold dollar cost averaging as as easy as a single mouse click. Vault Chain offers the best tier pricing on AppMex products, setting the industry standard as a fully backed physical asset with easy redemption in coins, rounds, or bars, offering clients peace of mind and full transparency. Don't get left behind. Remember to bookmark OneGold.com for the safest and most convenient digital precious metals today. Remember, OneGold. GoldSeek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. It's a pleasure to welcome back Bill Murphy. He runs the Gold Antitrust Action Committee with Chris Powell. They're exposing gold market manipulation. Welcome back, Bill Murphy. Great to be here, Chris. Thanks so much. India's central bank is now lining up with China and Russia to increase their gold reserves. This divesting of dollars in favor of gold might indicate reserve currency issues, or at least a loss in confidence in the reserve currency. What does this mean for precious metals investors? Well, naturally, the more demand, the better the price. Nowadays, and probably what you would expect hearing from me, is is the gold cartel, the people suppressing the price, that no matter what happens, and recent geopolitical turmoil and all kinds of things going on in the financial markets. Every time the gold price starts to rally, uh, they just halt it. I mean, yesterday was one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. The way it came in, ran up eight bucks, and, and then uh, went straight down and get it up down five dollars on the day. It's just unending what they're doing, and it's causing a problem. And of course, it's much worse in silver. Uh, it's I explained it to my people that <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean. The, the, what is silver, silver last week was fabulous on Friday. Now four straight days in a row with the markets going down. Silver's been trashed relative to gold and gone down. And it's it's. Uh, if we step back a minute, investors are just running again for that risk on trade. What that really does is suppress safe haven assets, and that offers us discounts. Of course, it makes us impatient. But to me, the more they ignore the relative safety, at least, of gold, silver, and the related shares, that just sets the stage for an even more explosive rally in the future. Oh, absolutely, Chris. And before I get into that, I mean, the thing that upsets me and many of my people and followers, the gold-silver ratio has gone up to 87.25 which is the highest in memory. I mean, this is just ridiculous. But in terms of what you're talking about, absolutely correct. And it's in my opinion, and maybe right, maybe wrong, we're not going to see the moves like we saw in the 12-year bull market uh, in, in, in gold at the turn of the century. It's going to explode because of the suppression has been so egregious and so obvious. And I think that's what's important for your listeners to appreciate, at least from my perspective. It is really something else what they have done and when gold and silver take off this time, it's going to be absolutely spectacular. I'd like to keep with that theme for just a moment, because I think you outline the enthusiasm we're seeing by the central bankers. You know, the money printers are supposed to understand the financial and economic systems better than most. To me, they're almost covertly stockpiling precious metals that everyone else is just ignoring. I find it hard to believe that more than 3% of the American public has any exposure to precious metals. When that change in sentiment finally is recognized by even a small minority of the herd. It's a rocket ship. Move on to the general economy. You know, last week we hear we have really some of the best numbers in years. Domestically, we've got 50-year lows on the national unemployment rate. We see better than expected numbers, you know, jobless claims. Data, for the most part, looks really solid if you ignore some of the the fringe and peripheral. Do you think then that this U.S. shares rally will continue? Can commodities and safe haven assets participate at some point with this type of inflationary environment? Well, first of all, if I might say some of the people in our camp are disputing a lot of these economic numbers and the employment numbers and all that stuff. But 
that that's for the statisticians. But uh, I think they're a big question. But you have to wonder why the heck is President Trump looking for a, a, a big drop in, in Fed rates when everything is so wonderful? It's contrary to everything that we've ever learned about how things are supposed to work. So you have to wonder what might be going on behind the scenes that he's trying to preempt uh, to get you know Fed rates going down instead of be hey things are great they should be going up in terms of the way it normally works. So it's um, it's it's very uh, unusual time, to put it mildly, especially with what's going on today with the trade talks and all this. It's uh, it's pretty wild. President Donald Trump expects and would really prefer a one percent drop in the overnight lending rate, the Federal Reserve's benchmark lending rate. And we're starting to see signs, as I've mentioned in the past, that the Fed funds futures contracts on the Chicago Mercantile Exchange in a December this year or January of 2020. They're giving higher probabilities on a rate cut than at rate staying steady. It certainly looks like they're considering a move there. But I'd also like to shift the discussion. Hugo Salinas Price, we watch him closely. He echoes what we were talking about earlier, that the decline of monetary reserves, particularly in the U.S. dollar, suggests that its reserve currency status is lessening and it might signal even an end of hegemony of the greenback as a global reserve currency. Well, Hugo's one of the smartest guys going, one of the richest men in Mexico and just a class act, just a great guy. Been a supporter of ours for 20 years now and uh, we love the guy and think whatever he has to say, people ought to be paying attention and and honestly, there can be part of the reason for their, their aggressiveness in suppressing the gold price and, and taking silver down with it, because they're afraid of something like this in terms of the dollar. And they're all related to dollar and gold and so on and perceptions. As Paul Volcker said, you know, as far as gold goes, uh, up is bad and down is good. as the former Fed chairman. And uh, they're all over this. And that could be one of the very reasons that they're, they're being so aggressive in suppressing the price at these really low, low levels. The World Gold Council noted in the first quarter of 2019, global investors picked up an additional, well, more than 40 metric tons of the yellow metal. That, of course, in the gold-backed exchange-traded fund holdings, that's 50% sharper than a year earlier. So, you know, we see a trend emerging there, but we know that we have peak production. That's been well-established in gold and particularly in silver. They're not making more of it than they were the year earlier. They're not mining and refining and producing, that is, nearly as much as we were. So we're on a downward slope there. And the number of individuals in the world seem to be increasing. The size of relative economies are on virtually at least a logarithmic chart, if not an exponential growth curve. Dwindling supply, skyrocketing demand, I don't see how this ends well or without at least a big correction in the charts. Your thoughts? Well, I'm with you. And I think, as we said earlier, we've got explosions coming in, in, in gold and silver, the likeness we haven't seen before when this thing, this manipulation at these present levels starts to go down. And I think what you said earlier about the little guy is going to be important. The problem at the moment is that the stock markets have gone up year after year and real estate and art and other things and even a Bitcoin collapses and all of a sudden it's up 60%. And gold and silver have become the most boring things to look at and trade and, and invest in. And, and it, it goes on and on and on. And what I do think what exactly what you're saying is going to occur when this goes, they've overdone it and it, it's just going to explode. And when the little guy turns and comes uh, the gold and silver way, it's going to be something to behold. It's coming. What about enthusiasm for U.S. shares in particular? I mean, global stock markets, but the U.S. IPO market is on fire. As you mentioned, Bitcoin is nearly 100% and Ethereum topped more than 100% off its nadir recorded a few months ago. You know, the risk on enthusiasm is strong, but can't help but think that the typical investor is underestimating risk off the 2008-2009 bottoms there in U.S. shares. You're going to experience at least a 20 to 50% or more correction, you know, a recession slash bear market. And the more we postpone the day of reckoning, it seems to me that you're just going to magnify the impact. It makes total sense. And it's, they're just, they're just opposites in terms of the, the stock market and what they, on the upside and gold and silver on the downside. That's exactly right. The problem in the short term is it's been year, as you said, year after year after year, 
and it's woulda, coulda, shoulda in terms of gold and silver. People are looking at these other things, and you know, it's like, hey, Bill, this is what you said last year, and uh, uh, and and you're right. The longer it goes on, the bigger this is going to be. So it's so important for people to keep that in mind. But the reality of it is, on a day-to-day basis, you know, people that don't deal with the gold and silver markets like you and I do, they've grown tired of, of hearing it. I'm sure we both have subscribers, listeners. People will say, you know, I just sold my home or my second home. I'm retiring. I've come into a sizable inheritance, and I can't wait to buy cryptocurrencies, U.S. shares. How do I craft a portfolio? You know, you start with safety. Let's get you a solid foundation first. Yeah, well, I mean, again, it's what kind of people you're talking about. It's really important that they, you know, keep what they got and uh, and, and be protected as possible. That's the key. And two ways they can get hurt. One, you have a market collapse or you have, you know, incredible inflation which takes away with the capital that they have in terms of you know, purchasing power. So, you know, obviously I'm a big gold and silver, you know, advocate and and uh, I think we have something special coming and in terms of risk reward it doesn't get much better than it is now. Now and that's a great way to end this discussion today because what I'd like to offer is really a simple little hypothetical I have to stress this I am not a registered financial advisor a strategy that's been proven statistically to work say you have some shares of XYZ company and it's up 300% over the last 5 10 years take 30%, one third or a quarter or whatever you feel comfortable with of those profit and then invest it in something that's discounted and it will increase and improve the beta overall beta of your investment portfolio in something that's undervalued like Bill Murphy's pointed out gold and especially silver and maybe 1% in cryptos as a long-term bet and a currency hedge. Can you tell us a bit more about uh, La Metropole Cafe and the services you provide? Sign up at uh, www.lamentablecafe.com for a two-week free trial and see if it's of value. My colleague Chris Powell does a great job in running the, most of the GATA stuff, and they can go to GATA.org and get on his list anytime they'd like. Thank you, Chris. Shopping for fine jewelry just got easier. Goldseek.com has identified the most successful jewelry brand to launch in recent times. Many Jewelry is rewriting the way consumers buy fine jewelry. Integrity Craftsmanship, the only company to sell 24-karat gold and platinum jewelry, avoiding confusing alloys and gems, a true precious metals investment. Many Jewelry's disruptive business model embraces Franco-American craftsmanship and direct-to-consumer economics, rapidly disrupting the $20 billion monopoly, just like Amazon and Uber. The sky is the limit with $1 billion of jewelry purchases daily for loved ones and those special occasions. Many Jewelry is an innovator positioned to capture market share with annual sales growth in the industry topping $30 billion by 2021. Many Jewelry coined the term investment jewelry, pricing by the gram, transparently disclosing its profit margins, a truer investment in pure gold or platinum. Similar to real estate, even artwork, Many Jewelry has a weighted value easily calculated, ensuring value wealth as a long-term investment. With sales in 60 countries around the globe, 20000 orders already. Don't miss out on the explosive growth potential. Many Jewelry trades under the symbols M-E-N-E on the Toronto Exchange and in the U.S. M-E-N-E-F. Remember to sign up to Many's Shareholder Club to receive shareholder news, updates, and special discount codes for jewelry purchases. Remember, Many Jewelry. Goldseek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. The blockchain revolution is transforming the global arena, disrupting every industry in its path. Goldseek.com is excited to introduce an off-the-chain opportunity in digital gold and silver from our friends at Atmex and Sprott.com. One Gold holds physical gold and silver medals at the Royal Canadian Mint, the first online marketplace to offer secure and convenient buying, selling, and redemption of digital precious metals. One Gold uses Vault Chain, a secure, immutable blockchain ledger developed by Tradewind markets, the leading innovator in digital precious metals distributed ledger and blockchain technology. 
vault chain. Gold and silver are 100% redeemable through one gold. For physical precious metals delivered to customers' doors in any size at competitive prices and low transaction storage costs. As a special offer and for a limited time only, one gold is offering gold and silver at spot price with no additional premiums. OneGold.com is secure and accessible 24-7 on any device, offering convenient purchases and sales of precious metals. Easy recurring transactions make passive saving and gold dollar cost averaging as easy as a single mouse click. Vault Chain offers the best tier pricing on AppMex products, setting the industry standard as a fully backed physical asset with easy redemption in coins, rounds, or bars, offering clients peace of mind and full transparency. Don't get left behind. Remember to bookmark OneGold.com for the safest and most convenient digital precious metals today. Remember, OneGold. GoldSeek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. This is Robert Ian with GoldSeek.com Radio. I have discussed on numerous occasions this past year and before to be aware and to be on hyper-alert should you hear the words constitutional crisis or constitutional convention invoked by leaders in Washington. The Speaker of the House made such a statement this week. Another in a long line of statements made in recent years from those who would seek to further erode the final pillars of protection this country provides to its citizens. I have stated emphatically that constitutional conventions are for grown-ups. The growing circus-like atmosphere around this subject is cause for alarm. Anytime you hear a politician, a reporter, an analyst, or anyone for that matter, refer to a constitutional crisis, which inevitably leads to speculation on the need for a constitutional convention, you must stop them mid-sentence and derail any narrative that would lead to such an occurrence. In today's toxic political climate, a constitutional convention would lead to the wholesale slaughter of every right you hold dear. Imagine opening up the very architecture of protections that too many still take for granted. Imagine opening up to the lobbyists, foreign powers, NGOs, and yes, even those with less scruples, to horse trade, negotiate, and fritter away 243 years of individual protections. Make no mistake, a constitutional convention would not add to your freedom. It would greatly reduce it. It's as if the swamp is systematically pushing everyone's hot buttons across the political spectrum, with absurdities that are designed to stimulate a profound sense of injustice in our current system. Don't be fooled. The anchor points of the current system, despite its loopholes and flaws, are the final impediment to the wholesale restructuring and abandonment of that system. Forget the bogus narratives about foreign meddling in the elections and start focusing your detective skills on the alliances and allegiances, both foreign and domestic, of those who would attempt to overthrow your Constitution and your Bill of Rights under the guise of an alleged constitutional crisis that they are attempting to create in order to usher in a constitutional convention and strip you of your inalienable rights that they cannot access in any other way. Your silence is their green light. And until next time, this is Robert Ian with ConquerChange.com. 
things, Chris. Okay, Robert, thanks for another excellent installment. Well, that wraps up this week's GoldSeek.com radio episode. For two new big guests, be sure to check out next week's show. Until we talk to you again, have a great week. GoldSeek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. Shopping for fine jewelry just got easier. GoldSeek.com has identified the most successful jewelry brand to launch in recent times. Many Jewelry is rewriting the way consumers buy fine jewelry. Integrity Craftsmanship, the only company to sell 24-karat gold and platinum jewelry, avoiding confusing alloys and gems, a true precious metals investment. Many Jewelry's disruptive business model embraces Franco-American craftsmanship and direct-to-consumer economics, rapidly disrupting the $20 billion monopoly, just like Amazon and Uber. The sky is the limit with $1 billion of jewelry purchases daily for loved ones and those special occasions. Many Jewelry is an innovator positioned to capture market share with annual sales growth in the industry topping $30 billion by 2021. Many Jewelry coined the term investment jewelry, pricing by the gram, transparently disclosing its profit margins, a truer investment in pure gold or platinum. Similar to real estate, even artwork, Many Jewelry has a weighted value easily calculated, ensuring value wealth as a long-term investment. With sales in 60 countries around the globe, 20000 orders already. Don't miss out on the explosive growth potential. Many Jewelry trades under the symbols M-E-N-E on the Toronto Exchange and in the U.S. M-E-N-E-F. Remember to sign up to Many's Shareholder Club to receive shareholder news, updates, and special discount codes for jewelry purchases. Remember, Many Jewelry. Goldseek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. The blockchain revolution is transforming the global arena, disrupting every industry in its path. GoldSeek.com is excited to introduce an off-the-chain opportunity in digital gold and silver from our friends at Atmex and Sprott.com. One Gold holds physical gold and silver medals at the Royal Canadian Mint, the first online marketplace to offer secure and convenient buying, selling, and redemption of digital precious metals. One Gold uses Vault Chain, a secure, immutable blockchain ledger developed by Tradewind markets, the leading innovator in digital precious metals distributed ledger and blockchain technology. Vault Chain. Gold and silver are 100% redeemable through one gold. For physical precious metals delivered to customers' doors in any size at competitive prices and low transaction storage costs. As a special offer and for a limited time only, One Gold is offering gold and silver at spot price with no additional premiums. OneGold.com is secure and accessible 24-7 on any device, offering convenient purchases and sales of precious metals. Easy recurring transactions make passive saving and gold dollar cost averaging as easy as a single mouse click. Vault Chain offers the best tier pricing on AppMex products, setting the industry standard as a fully backed physical asset with easy redemption in coins, rounds, or bars, offering clients peace of mind and full transparency. Don't get left behind. Remember to bookmark OneGold.com for the safest and most convenient digital precious metals today. Remember OneGold. GoldSeek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. Shopping for fine jewelry just got easier. GoldSeek.com has identified the most successful jewelry brand to launch in recent times. Many Jewelry is rewriting the way consumers buy fine jewelry. Integrity Craftsmanship, the only company to sell 24-karat gold and platinum jewelry, avoiding confusing alloys and gems, a true precious metals investment. Many Jewelry's disruptive business model embraces Franco-American craftsmanship and direct-to-consumer economics, rapidly disrupting the $20 billion monopoly, just like Amazon and Uber. The sky is the limit with $1 billion of jewelry purchases daily for loved ones and those special occasions. Many Jewelry is an innovator positioned to capture market share with annual sales growth in the industry topping $30 billion by 2021. Many Jewelry coined the term investment jewelry, pricing by the gram, transparently disclosing its profit margins, a truer investment in pure gold or platinum. Similar to real estate, even artwork, Many Jewelry has a weighted value easily calculated, ensuring value wealth as a long-term investment. With sales in 60 countries around the globe, 20000 
orders already. Don't miss out on the explosive growth potential. Many jewelry trades under the symbols M-E-N-E on the Toronto Exchange and in the U.S. M-E-N-E-F. Remember to sign up to Many's Shareholder Club to receive shareholder news, updates, and special discount codes for jewelry purchases. Remember, Many Jewelry. Goldseek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. blockchain revolution is transforming the global arena, disrupting every industry in its path. Goldseek.com is excited to introduce an off-the-chain opportunity in digital gold and silver from our friends at Atmex and Sprott.com. One Gold holds physical gold and silver medals at the Royal Canadian Mint, the first online marketplace to offer secure and convenient buying, selling, and redemption of digital precious metals. One Gold uses Vault Chain, a secure, immutable blockchain ledger developed by Tradewind Markets, the leading innovator in digital precious metals distributed ledger and blockchain technology. Vault Chain. Gold and silver are 100% redeemable through one gold. For physical precious metals delivered to customers' doors in any size at competitive prices and low transaction storage costs. As a special offer and for a limited time only, one gold is offering gold and silver at spot price with no additional premiums. OneGold.com is secure and accessible 24-7 on any device, offering convenient purchases and sales of precious metals. Easy recurring transactions make passive saving and gold dollar cost averaging as easy as a single mouse click. Vault Chain offers the best tier pricing on AppMex products, setting the industry standard as a fully backed physical asset with easy redemption in coins, rounds, or bars, offering clients peace of mind and full transparency. Don't get left behind. Remember to bookmark OneGold.com for the safest and most convenient digital precious metals today. Remember, OneGold. Goldseek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. Shopping for fine jewelry just got easier. Goldseek.com has identified the most successful jewelry brand to launch in recent times. Many Jewelry is rewriting the way consumers buy fine jewelry. Integrity Craftsmanship, the only company to sell 24 karat gold and platinum jewelry, avoiding confusing alloys and gems, a true precious metals investment. Many Jewelry's disruptive business model embraces Franco-American craftsmanship and direct-to-consumer economics, rapidly disrupting the $20 billion monopoly just like Amazon and Uber. The sky is the limit with $1 billion of jewelry purchases daily for loved ones and those special occasions. Many Jewelry is an innovator positioned to capture market share with annual sales growth in the industry topping $30 billion by 2021. Many Jewelry coined the term investment jewelry, pricing by the gram, transparently disclosing its profit margins, a truer investment in pure gold or platinum. Similar to real estate, even artwork, Many Jewelry has a weighted value easily calculated, ensuring value wealth as a long-term investment. With sales in 60 countries around the globe, 20,000 orders already, don't miss out on the explosive growth potential. Many Jewelry trades under the symbols M-E-N-E on the Toronto Exchange and in the U.S. M-E-N-E-F. Remember to sign up to May's Shareholder Club to receive shareholder news, updates, and special discount codes for jewelry purchases. Remember, Many Jewelry. Goldseek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. blockchain revolution is transforming the global arena, disrupting every industry in its path. Goldseek.com is excited to introduce an off-the-chain opportunity in digital gold and silver from our friends at Atmex and Sprott.com. One Gold holds physical gold and silver medals at the Royal Canadian Mint, the first online marketplace to offer secure and convenient buying, selling, and redemption of digital precious metals. One Gold uses Vault Chain, a secure, immutable blockchain ledger developed by Tradewind Markets, the leading innovator in digital precious metals distributed ledger and blockchain technology. Vault Chain. Gold and silver are 100% redeemable through one gold. For physical precious metals delivered to customers' doors in any size at competitive prices and low transaction storage costs. As a special offer and for a limited time only, One Gold is offering gold and silver at spot price with no additional premiums. OneGold.com is secure and accessible 24-7 on any device, offering convenient purchases and sales of precious metals. Easy recurring transactions make passive saving and gold dollar cost averaging as 
as easy as a single mouse click. Vault Chain offers the best tier pricing on AppMex products, setting the industry standard as a fully backed physical asset with easy redemption in coins, rounds, or bars, offering clients peace of mind and full transparency. Don't get left behind. Remember to bookmark OneGold.com for the safest and most convenient digital precious metals today. Remember, OneGold. Gold Seek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice. Shopping for fine jewelry just got easier. Goldseek.com has identified the most successful jewelry brand to launch in recent times. Many Jewelry is rewriting the way consumers buy fine jewelry. Integrity Craftsmanship, the only company to sell 24 karat gold and platinum jewelry, avoiding confusing alloys and gems, a true precious metals investment. Many Jewelry's disruptive business model embraces Franco-American craftsmanship and direct-to-consumer economics, rapidly disrupting the $20 billion monopoly, just like Amazon and Uber. The sky is the limit with $1 billion of jewelry purchases daily for loved ones and those special occasions. Many Jewelry is an innovator positioned to capture market share with annual sales growth in the industry topping $30 billion by 2021. Many Jewelry coined the term investment jewelry, pricing by the gram, transparently disclosing its profit margins, a truer investment in pure gold or platinum. Similar to real estate, even artwork, Many Jewelry has a weighted value easily calculated ensuring value wealth as a long-term investment. But sales in 60 countries around the globe, 20,000 orders already, don't miss out on the explosive growth potential. Many Jewelry trades under the symbols M-E-N-E on the Toronto Exchange and in the U.S. M-E-N-E-F. Remember to sign up to Many's Shareholder Club to receive shareholder news, updates, and special discount codes for jewelry purchases. Remember, Many Jewelry. Gold Seek employees may or may not own shares. Nothing contained herein should be construed as investment advice.